radio show takes place between 7.46 p.m. and 8.46 p.m. Events occur in fake time. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. It is, of course, as I mentioned, Tuesday, November 30th, 2021, and we are doing yet another edition of Simulation Radio Live. I can't believe that we're doing it two days in a row. It's almost like we're back to the old days where... I promised that we would do uh, one on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I'm not going to lie. I think we're actually on track for that happening this week because a lot of fun stuff has happened. I'm in a very productive, good mood this week. And what better way to show that good mood than to you know do, do the radio shows at every possible opportunity that I can. There is a lot of exciting stuff out there that's going on in the world, and there's also some not-as-exciting stuff, kind of depressing stuff that's going on out there, too. And look, we'll get to both sides of the equation. I promote all the time. In fact, what I did today was... Uh, so I wa- I rewatched that scene from The Matrix, the one where uh, Neo meets Morpheus for the first time and is fed the red pill and the blue pill. It's kind of the inspiration for the entire brand, the entire simulation radio brand. And I watched that that clip, that scene from the movie today, and I redid some of the the uh, the show's social media descriptions based on that. Because, look... We have to go down the rabbit hole. We have to take both of the pills. We have to take the enlightening pill, and then we have to take the, all right, let's just kind of settle into the narrative and see what's going on here, pill. I'm not going to... You you all know which one of those is which. But we will start by having just a little bit of fun because I lead off with not a promise, but maybe uh, some sort of a an indicator that we might be doing the show from chicken guy. And by that, I mean, we're probably not doing the show from tick chicken guy this week. We'll, we'll more than likely be going to do uh, maybe some TikToks or some social media content because guy Fietti's chicken guy restaurant is opening in winter park this week. It'll be opening on Thursday, which while that sounds exciting, I know that the very interesting show airs on Thursdays and that's when we do it. I would love to, if I could just pick up the whole fucking studio and put it in a trailer like Tim Pool does and just fucking wheel around or wheel out to Chicken Guy over on South Orlando Avenue that's opening up on Thursday. Trust me, trust me, we would be out there doing it. But unfortunately, uh, we'll have to go out there and try the experience and have the experience. And we'll, we will, uh, we will, of course, report back to everybody but it is opening on thursday december 2nd it's chicken guy it's guy fietti's restaurant and supposedly there are a couple of other ones that are in florida already it's a chicken product or project where uh and this is very very strange choice of location that's going on here because supposedly on orlando avenue next to it it's called the chicken strip which is kind of kind of a funny name, but there's also a Chick Fil A and a PDQ over in that area in Winter Park. So that's a lot of competition. I can't imagine that you're driving down that particular uh, chicken strip. 
that that just sounds funny, doesn't it? The fact that you could fucking drive down a chicken strip. I mean, I get that it's just a nickname for a road, but it's still a little bit a little bit funny to me anyway as I attempt to, you know, I'm going to going to attempt to fix the camera here. All right, you know, maybe that worked, maybe it didn't. Oh well. If not, I'll fix it during break. I can't believe the camera is still flickering. I don't know what's going on with it, but oh Jesus. No, it's it, it's it's getting really bad again. You know what? Fuck it. We've got chicken. We've got chicken to handle, people. And the chicken is almost more important than the camera at this point. So I'm sorry if you're watching the the YouTube recording of it or even watching the live stream. I, I apologize. The camera is just going to be fuckity until we go to break. I'll try and take an early one. But the chain is known for chicken tenders and sandwiches and having a wide variety of sauces. I didn't know that that was something that a chicken place could be known for was having a wide variety of sauces. It's got a one of a kind, all natural, fresh chicken tenders, which that kind of sounds a little bit like PDQ, especially if your choices are Chicken Guy, PDQ and Chick-fil-A right there on that same uh, chicken strip, which you got a lot of competition, Guy Fieri. Look, I like you now. I get that you've re-entered uh, the cultural lexicon as a likable person, and at most people kind of like you now rather than just kind of baselessly hate you. Look, I, I'm in that camp too. I'm in the, I'm in the pro Guy Fieri camp personally, but that's a lot of competition. And PDQ is, uh, PDQ is pretty good. I, they used to have this, this, uh, pimento crunch sandwich that was ridiculously delicious. And then they took it away. It seems like, oh, and they also took the tots away. So, you know, if my options are chicken guide, Chick-fil-A or PDQ, depends on what the pricing of chicken guy looks like we'll have to we'll have to see how how that shakes out uh let's i do want to want to show you guys this too plus it'll give me an opportunity to get the camera off of the flickering me so that we can see what some of the food at uh, at chicken guy looks like here check this out because let me know what you think whether or not this uh starts to stack up against pdq and chick-fil-a because at this point, you could probably argue that most chicken places are kind of the same, right? Either way, all right, let's let's check it out. I'll let you guys you guys be the be the judge of this. Yeah, trip to Flavortown, baby. What we're making let's here go. is a fantastic chicken tender. Well, we've got them fried. Fantastic and got them chicken grilled. tenders. And frozen, antibiotic free, brined, antibiotic free, pressure fried oh. chicken tender. We have okay, so that sandwich that has the bacon on it. Let me go back to that. That one looks pretty good. And of course, uh, you have to follow the very important recipe or the most important rule of bacon, which is that you put bacon on anything that you could possibly put bacon on and that will make it that much more delicious delicious look just trust me on that i know that there are people out there that are bacon haters and i hate to tell you this but your opinion is wrong and your entire way of life is just in incorrect i'm sorry to say that's look you're, you're just wrong if you're a bacon hater all right let, let's see what else you got he's got Look at these chicken tenders. These are these are whopping chicken tenders. These are fucking massive. I know that uh, adult most chicken tender places, they kind of skimp out on the size of the chicken tenders. I know also around here, I don't know if this is just a Florida thing or if it's uh, if this particular location is in other areas of the country or even in the world. But Huey Magoo's chicken tenders, if anybody's ever heard of it, uh, I know people around here in Florida have definitely heard of it, but I think they're the only place that I know of that does not skimp out on the chicken tenders. There is one thing that looks a little bit sus, though, which, all right, look at these fries. They look like uh, fairly average, average fries here. They they don't look the greatest. They kind of look like Wendy's fries, and we all know how Wendy's fries are, which is they're they're, they're just not good. They're not good. At all. I'll even take McDonald's fries over them. Not to shit on McDonald's fries. They're actually pretty good. 
chicken tender. We offer it to chicken you in sandwiches, tender. we offer it to you in tenders, we offer it to you in salads, or you've just gone chicken tender crazy. Of course that little girl's wearing a fucking Mickey Mouse hat, because this is what happened. It's going up in Orlando, so ev there has to be a Mickey Mouse association with it, of course. Oh, actually, you know what? On second thought, look at that. Uh, actually, you know, I can't see it. Or actually, no, we can't see it a little bit. But look at that. It does not look like that they're skimping out on the fries, which is a very good thing. Look, you need a big old basket and you need to slam, slam, slam dunk the fucking fries right in there. It's got to be like a five guys situation. I know that most places are not going to be able to match the five guys situation of being able to just just dunk all the fries. Please, nobody clip that and use it against me. It's okay. You can't clip it because the camera's flickering and it'll look bad. Ha ha ha. I got the long con. But it can't be like a Five Guys situation where they're just slam dunking all of the fries inside the bag. I know that's not sustainable to most places. However, it looks like a chicken guy is is doing something right on the fry department. We'll have to see what the quality of the french fries look like before we uh before we make the judgment because sure he could be putting a lot of them on but you know that uh it might might not mean anything here it, it, it again it depends on the quality of the fries all right i, I might have fixed the camera while talking and had all the sauces you can no, imagine. What do you it. need? Exactly. You need some dessert. At Chicken Guy, okay. it's all about real food for real people. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. All right. I'm down. I am totally down for this. I am totally ready to head over to Chicken Guy right now and let them know what's going on. Or, you know, at least try. It's not like I'm going to let anybody over there know what's going on. If they're shit, then... You know, party it's uh, what the party crasher. Oh, OK. All right. So unfortunately, you missed. In fact, we'll uh, we might watch the chicken guy video again. But uh, that's more than likely what we'll be doing sometime this week is going over to going over to uh, to chicken guy. So, look, here's the thing too. look, sit down in a fucking microphone if you're going to come in here. I'm just here to crash the party, guys. Um so we're we're going to the chicken strip. To the chicken did you, strip. Did you see that in the blur? Yeah, it is. About the, the, it, the I just yeah, I just mentioned it. It's actually called because what's happening is uh, I I know I'm gonna repeat myself again here, but on that same strip on Orlando Avenue, there's a PDQ, there's a Chick Fil A, and now there will be a chicken guy. So I, the competition there is going to be insane, and it's a little bit benefited from the fact that PDQ has significantly dipped in quality recently. I, I talked about this a little earlier, too, because they don't have the pimento crunch sandwich anymore. They got rid of the tots. It's like they no, want... The, the tots are limited. Oh, so the, so the tots are the tots are uh, limited edition. So at the very least, they're they're bringing back the tots. That's all. Look, that's all we can hope for. That's all I can hope for. All right. When we come back, we're going to get to all those other stories that I teased because, A, I have to fix the camera and B, I have to turn off the notifications on my fucking work computer. So, you know what? We'll have to do. We'll, we'll do a, a, a big old. 40-minute segment. When we come back, I'm going to take a break, and we've got so much to get to because Chris Cuomo has been suspended by CNN, fellas. This was breaking from about an hour ago. CNN has finally decided, despite the fact that they knew about this for God knows how long, finally decided to pull the trigger today on it. One thing they did right. Yeah, it, I mean, they're, of course, going to go back to all of the things that they're doing wrong. Plus, we've got Dr. Oz. He has decided to run for office, and we'll find out exactly. Uh, he, look, he's a TV doctor. He plays one on TV, and now he'll play one uh, on politics. On politics, yeah. That that that's how this works. And we also, of course, have to get to the Alabama woman who was awarded $2.1 million in the Walmart shoplifting lawsuit. And this lawsuit is absolutely crazy because it's not a situation that you think would be in favor of this woman. But supposedly, uh, Walmart is, is responsible for some very, very uh, shady practices. And we will dive into that when we come back. Simulation Radio.
man, am I tilted from all of the production issues that have been happening tonight. Look, I'm not saying that most of them are not my fault, but that doesn't stop them from being tilting nonetheless. Either way, we do have a lot to get to still because I'm knock on wood. I think we fixed the camera. I think that it's not going to be flickering for much longer, but another person that has been flickering in between running for office and not running for office is Dr. Oz because he has announced just today that he will join the Republican primary race for the U S Senate seat in Pennsylvania. This is to replace Pat Toomey because he's retiring at the end of his term. And it's expected to be one of the most competitive races and could determine control of the Senate in next year's midterms. Dr. Oz, of course, has previously expressed interest in running for office and described himself as a moderate Republican, according to CNN. And it's kind of interesting because usually when you hear about uh, celebrities running for office, I know that uh, the governator was and of course ronald reagan was a key exception to that but uh it, it seems a little odd especially in today's culture and today's climate for a celebrity to be running as a republican but i mean we'll we'll see how it ends up working out for him i mean of course we uh we had what's his name al franken from saturday night live so i've who was uh and he was of course a, a democratic senator from I don't exactly remember what what state he was the senator of before he got hashtag me too'd. But it seems like there's actually, now that I think about it, a somewhat fair and even distribution between celebrities that have decided to run as a Democrat and celebrities that have decided to run as a Republican. Dr. Oz said in a video announcing his campaign that COVID has shown us that our system is broken and let's let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at his announcement video. And they did. I attended great universities, raised a family, did you now? a successful surgeon. I invented a heart valve that saves thousands of lives. Dr. Oz, it's still weird seeing that. To advocate for you taking control of your health and took on the medical establishment. Dark he plays the doctor on TV. Drugs and skyrocketing medical bills. But COVID has shown us that our system is broken. We lost too many lives, too many jobs, and too many opportunities because no disagreement so far. got it wrong. They took away our freedom without making oh. us safer and tried to Oh, kill he's going to be one of those Republicans. As a heart surgeon, I know how precious life is. Pennsylvania needs a conservative who will put America first, one who can reignite our divine spark, bravely fight for freedom, mm. and tell it like it is. That's why I'm running for Senate. I'm Dr. Oz, and I approve this message. Of course you approve the message. It's interesting because uh, I, I didn't know that Dr. Oz was a conservative. He will be facing competition from other GOP candidates like conservative commentator Kathy Barnett and Carla Sands, who was a former ambassador to Denmark. So we'll see how it ends up shaking out for Dr. Oz. I know that he got a lot of notoriety and fame from being on Oprah and having his own show. And, I mean, that that gives him the credibility to run for office. I mean, clearly it does. I mean, we saw it with our last, our last president, who was a TV president, basically. I mean, if we have TV presidents, I don't understand why we can't have TV senators. I mean, that's kind of the way that the direction that the world is going in. You know, while we're on the subject of, of politics, let's just say, stay there because this is breaking that occurred just before the show came out tonight. It's breaking news. Chris Cuomo has been suspended by CNN indefinitely pending a further evaluation. This, of course, follows new discourses, which I don't understand what new discourses came out recently. I mean, we learned we learned quite a long time ago that uh, Chris Cuomo was aiding his brother, Andrew Cuomo, uh, in the sexual harassment lawsuit against him while he was the governor of New York. And 
this does leave CNN without its most wanted anchor. They mentioned that he is suspended indefinitely, but I have a feeling that, you know, CNN's going to do some internal reviews and then decide that, oh, hey, we need the ratings from Chris, from Chris Cuomo. Jesus. From Chris, Chris Cuomo. There we go. Said it properly. Uh, a a statement came out today from the New York Attorney General's office. Uh, they released transcripts and exhibits on Monday that shed new light on his involvement in Andrew Cuomo's defense. The documents, which we were not privy to before their public release, actually, this is a statement from CNN. They raise serious questions. I, there's no way. Don't fucking tell me that there is any possibility that CNN did not know about this at all. There's no way. I have zero, zero belief in the idea that CNN didn't know that, you know, any of this information was happening. But supposedly what happened was that Chris Cuomo was going to uh, uh, not just help Andrew Cuomo in a journalistic integrity sense, but what happened was he, uh, he, I don't want to say stalked, but... He did use his power at CNN to kind of get some information about the these potential victims that, uh, you know, maybe might have helped Andrew Cuomo in his investigation. I mean, CNN did, of course, note in a statement that they'll be having conversations and seeking additional clarity about their significance as they relate to CNN over the next several days. Of course, the news did come out in May that he had participated in strategy calls to help advise his brother. CNN said at that time that it was inappropriate, but they chose to do nothing about it. And this new information included a cache of new documents and transcripts of interviews with investigators. So uh, I guess Chris Cuomo was just very intimately involved, which... If you separate the person from the journalist, then obviously Chris Cuomo, I, did, I fucking did it again. Chris Cuomo, I sound like a like a child. Uh, good old Chris Cuomo. I mean, who wouldn't when I'm talking about uh, Chris Cuomo? It's fucking hard to say him. I feel sorry for him in a little bit of a sense because of the name that his parents gave him. That's not the kind of alliteration that uh, I would want coming from somebody that has that kind of alliteration. But you have to separate the journalist from the person in this sense. And at the same time, though, while as a person, he did the right thing by, you know, helping his brother about all all of everything that was going on. I, I don't even know if he did the right thing. It's hard to say, but obviously he was very deeply involved in uh, familial matters like that. And uh, he, he knew what he was getting himself into there, but obviously you cannot be doing that kind of stuff as a journalist at, in that capacity, you need to remove yourself from the situation and from this story because, I mean, that's... You're a journalist, for God's sake. So, ultimately, I do think that Chris Cuomo deserves to be suspended from CNN. I do not think that his role as a journalist is... Uh, I mean, quote-unquote journalist. Obviously, he's on CNN. And you know what CNN does. But his role as a journalist here definitely hinders what he should be doing here. Like, I get that you have to, you can kind of take the two things a little bit separately. But, I mean, there's still just a big conflict of interest there. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to a little bit more more fun of a story because sheriff detectives have raided Marilyn Monroe's Hollywood home in investigation in an investigation over assault allegations. Man, I am uh, uh, let let the demons the demons need to be exercised because 
I think I'm still tilted from all the all the technical issues earlier and having to sit here and do a fucking 40 minute segment. We still got 30 long minutes to go. I'm also not saying that there's a possibility that we uh, cut the show short, but well, I'll get through a couple more stories at the very least, the ones that I teased and then we we might just call it a day or might just might just vibe. I don't even know what that means towards the end of the show. Like, I know that I need the Zoomer to regular English translator from yesterday's Mr. Beast video, but I think I need a brain-to-voice tra- uh, translator for the rest of the show today. But sheriffs have invaded Marilyn Manson's Hollywood home over his assault allegations. They today served a search warrant at his West Hollywood apartment in an investigation related to ongoing sexual assault and sexual battery allegations against him. They entered the residence early Monday morning, seized media storage units, including hard drives, despite the fact that uh, Marilyn Manson was not home at the time of the search. His real name is Brian Warner. That's fucking boring. Boring. I get why he had to get a nice little stage name. Imagine the fucking, the ghost pale white Marilyn Manson on stage and whoever the MC is is introducing Marilyn Manson and he goes, now introducing Brian Warner. All right. Yeah. Woohoo. He's, he's here to, to, to do something. No, fortunately he, uh, has a much cooler stage name. I wonder if he picked Mar- uh, Marilyn Manson as as his stage name. Uh, that also seems kind of weird, too. He was, of course, sued in April by a Game of Thrones actress for alleged sexual assault and sexual battery in what she described as a series of violent encounters. And this lawsuit, filed in federal court, alleged that he had used fraudulent offers of movie and music video roles to convince Mrs. Bianco, this is Esme Bianco from Game of Thrones, to travel to Los Angeles, whereupon Mr. Manson, that was me, that wasn't the story, I know the story says Mr. Warner, then made threats of force and performed violent sexual acts on Miss Bianco, to which she did not consent. So he did a Harvey Weinstein, and it took him, uh, or it took the feds this long to get in there, tear some shit up, and at least serve their warrant. Look, you would think that... uh, what are they raiding his home for? I know that they got some hard drives and they seized some media storage units, but aren't you looking for the man himself? Isn't that what is uh, what's in question here? Why don't they just arrest him? Of course, Marilyn Manson's attorney said, these claims are probably false. If, if your attorney is coming out and saying that these claims are probably false, then, you know, there's, there's some other problems at work here. He also said, to be clear, this suit was only filed after my client refused to be shaken down by Miss Bianco and her lawyer and given to their outrageous financial demands based on conduct that simply never occurred. And here's the thing about this, which is that it's not entirely unreasonable to think that somebody that that a woman who is accusing a celebrity or, you know, just about anybody of something that is so ridiculously heinous that it would be part of me too. It's not unreasonable to think or to wonder, did this actually happen or is she just making shit up? However, when the character in question here is Marilyn Manson, who we have heard stories of in the past of having some ridiculously wild and outlandish habits, not just with women, but in his own personal life. I think that this one is uh, pretty, pretty open and shut because it's Marilyn Manson we're dealing with here. I'm not going to be insanely judgy on this, but look, you take a look at Marilyn Manson's personality and his character and his persona and all the things that he has been said to do And you don't think that this is completely unreasonable, right? I mean, I can understand how you would, uh, you could maybe call into question if uh, somebody of maybe a nicer disposition 
would have been questioned about this. Obviously, that uh, that's not to say that anybody who is a better person is not capable of being guilty of potential me tooing, but it's it's Marilyn Manson. It's Marilyn Manson that we're dealing with here, and he is a known quantity as a degenerate. Well, no, not known quantity, known quality. But yeah, he, he's a fucking degen, and I don't think it's entirely unreasonable to know or to at least kind of assume that this is probably something that he did, right? He fucking uh, Harvey Weinstein, a Game of Thrones actress. Seems sounds about right. That doesn't that honestly doesn't even sound like the weirdest or the worst thing that Marilyn Manson could possibly be doing. I mean, wasn't he just on stage at one of those fucking uh, those Kanye Donda concerts, just sitting there on that barn, just sitting there chilling, vibing to Kanye? Of course, he didn't get involved, but. You know, at the very least, he is seeing his reckoning. All right, we, we got to talk about, we have to talk about Dollar Tree, fellas, because I saw this news uh, over the weekend, over the Thanksgiving weekend, and I think they're going to have to rename Dollar Tree because Dollar Tree prices are hiking and they will no longer have everything in the store be $1. Now, prices due to inflation are rising from $1 to $1.25, they announced on Tuesday, that this will take effect, the majority of them, by the first quarter of 2022. This change is, of course, a sign of the pressures of low-cost retailers that they face while they're holding down prices during a period of rising inflation. So, look, inflation is coming for us all. It came for milk, it came for your food at Thanksgiving, and now it's coming for the Dollar Tree. It, it's going to have to be called Dollar Twenty Five Tree now. That maybe that's just me. I'd like to hear your suggestions, by the way, chat. Uh, please leave a comment at Simulation Radio on literally every fucking social media known to man. Leave a comment on what you think uh, a good new name for Dollar Tree would be. Because let's be honest here. Let's be fucking real. They're gonna have to figure something out with this with this name here because it, it's not it's not Dollar Tree anymore. It is no longer. If everything is not a dollar, then well, how can we even call them Dollar Tree? You're an imposter. That's that's unfortunate. Dollar Tree has sold its products for one dollar for thirty five years and was the last of the major dollar store chains to actually be a dollar. And, oh, supposedly, the company was called only $1 in the late part of the 90s or in the late part of the 20th century in, like, the 80s and early 90s. They did eventually change their name to Dollar Tree in 1993. And while they did start offering or they did start offering goods for other prices besides a dollar in recent years, what happens is if you, ha if you haven't been into a Dollar Tree recently... It's most things, not everything. It's most things that are a dollar. Because let's be real, you can't walk into a Dollar Tree and find items and have the store be worth going to that are all only a dollar. That that can't happen. That's probably not realistic at all. Imagine walking into a store and literally every single thing that you could possibly buy are all $1. And the reason that they're $1 is because they're all shit. Let's be, let's be honest here. Everything at Dollar Tree is kind of shit. Oh, oh, I went to Dollar Tree one time when I was in uh, college, when I was going to Florida State University up in Tallahassee. I have zero connection to the Seminoles, so I'm not even going to say that. Also, college football is stupid. Hot take, come at me. But... I went to uh, Dollar Tree one day when I was in Tallahassee. And keep in mind, I had to walk like almost three or four miles to the Dollar Tree. And then I had to carry all of the bags of all of the shit that I got back with me. And at Dollar Tree, they have these bags of cheese. And it's like imitation cheese. And I thought, okay, you know what? I need some cheese. I am a very, very staunch cheese fanatic. I need it. 
And so I buy this tiny little bag of cheese. Of course, it's a dollar. I come home. I try to put it on something. It doesn't melt. What happened is the hotter I got it, I put it on top of uh, something that was just scorching, steaming hot. And what would happen to the, the little cheese particle is it would start to get like wet. It would start to look like it's kind of oily a little bit. And then it would it just wouldn't melt. No matter how hot it got, it just wouldn't melt. And so that is the quality of the items that we're dealing with it at Dollar Tree. And look, if I had to go to that Dollar Tree today and buy that cheese for a dollar twenty-five, I'd probably pass. I'd probably pass. Although let's be real, if I only had a dollar and I wanted some cheese, I I'd still buy the fuck out of it. It tasted like shit though. So I, I would I would ultimately not recommend that to anybody. Let's see. What, what other stories do we have to pay off? Or we talked about Chris Cuomo. Oh, I have to do the uh, the Walmart shoplifting story because this is an insane story. A jury awarded this woman $2.1 million because this Alabama woman, her name is... I just read it and I lost it, but we will we'll get to it. Leslie Nurse of Sems, Alabama. She was falsely arrested for shoplifting at a Walmart and then threatened by the company after her case was dismissed, has been awarded $2.1 million in damages. So what happened was in November of 2016, she stated in the lawsuit that when she was trying to leave Walmart with groceries that she had already paid for, she used the self-checkout, but the scanning device froze and an employee assisted her. The workers did not accept her in her explanation, and she was arrested on warrants for shoplifting. And Walmart refused to show her surveillance footage of the alleged theft. Now, the case was dismissed ultimately a year later. But then what happened was, and these are kind of the, the scummy practices that Walmart is practicing here that I teased before the break. But... After her case was dismissed, she started receiving letters from a Florida law firm threatening a civil suit if she didn't pay $200 as a settlement, which was more than the cost of the groceries that she was accused of stealing. And I can imagine that that happens a lot where you'll you might even think that it's fake, even if you get that kind of a notice in the mail that you have to pay $200 as a settlement. But I, that wasn't even $200 worth of groceries. Apparently, Nurse said, who was the victim here, Walmart instructed the law firm to send the letters and that she was not the only one receiving them. And part of the reason that she sued here is because this is a pattern and practice of falsely accusing innocent Alabama citizens of shoplifting and attempting to collect money from the innocently accused. And supposedly, this is a pattern of behavior that Walmart uh, does in regions where they can get away with it, like where regions have laws that are not quite as strict on these kinds of things. Walmart has, uh, or allegedly, has a practice of doing stuff like this to maybe rake in whatever money they can get. The trial featured testimony that Walmart and other major retailers routinely use in such settlements in these states where the laws allowed it. And Walmart has made hundreds of millions of dollars this way in a two-year period. They supposedly have a collection goal of $6 million for one of its firms that uh, that sends out these lawsuits and tries to, tries to, to fuck over people that way. This comes from laws that allow retailers to push for restitution even when people have not been convicted of, of wrongdoing. And that's the key that's the key factor here that allows Walmart to continue pushing this kind of shit is in Alabama in particular, they do not have regulations that prevent retailers from pushing for restitution, even if the court even if the court case gets thrown out. Because that's what happened in this situation. The court case was dismissed, but Walmart still decided to push for restitution. And that was the basis of the lawsuit that this victim here, that Leslie Nurse, began against Walmart. And she won. A jury awarded her $2.1 million in damages. A Walmart spokesperson says that they believe that the verdict is supported 
or it doesn't believe that the verdict is supported by the evidence and the damages awarded exceed what is allowed by law. And so, of course, Walmart will be filing motions in this case and not Walmart specifically, but the defense attorneys for uh, for Walmart. The suit argued, though, that Walmart funds its asset protection department by intimidating those falsely accused of shoplifting out of making a claim against Walmart out of fear of protracted litigation against an almost limitly funded corporate giant. And I think that uh, this woman who initiated the lawsuit kind of has some balls because she's right about this. Because how many times have you been in a situation where you might have gotten wronged by maybe, maybe you went to fast food, maybe like a McDonald's type company where they fucked you over somehow. And you know, in the back of your head that there's probably no recourse against them at all because exactly of exactly the logic here, which is that it's an almost limitly limitlessly funded corporate giant. Imagine that you think that, it's the classic, classic mindset of, uh, you know, I've got my one lawyer and they have a whole team of highly funded and highly paid super lawyers that will be arguing the case. So good on this woman. She's got balls of steel for bringing this uh, for bringing this this lawsuit to light. And for having those balls of steel, she was awarded two point one million dollars all right i think i have time for for one or two more stories and i we we have another robot story fellas because they're back they are back and the robots can now reproduce and this is probably the scariest thing that i have seen look I, I'm, I'm gonna take i'm gonna strip the bit away a little bit strip the uh the Robots are dangerous and the whole robots uprising and continuing that bit from the radio show uh, idea away. I actually think that this is uh, a little bit concerning because U.S. scientists who created the first living robots, they're called xenobots. And these were U.S. scientists that created this. This was back in January of 2020 they named them xenobots after the african clawed frog shut up autoplay cnn from which they take their stem cells so what they do they did was it's a robot with living self-healing stem cells that they got from frogs these machines these machines i don't know they kind of look like life forms to me or they seem like life forms they're less than a millimeter, which is 0.04 inches wide, which is small enough to travel inside human bodies. Oh, that that's not the detail that I needed to hear. I did not need to hear that they are potentially capable of warming their little fucking robot asses through my veins. No, 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 that sounds bad. But it's small enough to travel inside human bodies. They can walk and swim, survive for weeks without food, and work together in groups. And these are entirely new life forms, said the University of Vermont, which conducted the research. Uh, that I don't like the sound of that. They can survive for weeks without food. And look, these are robots. They're not supposed to be able to survive without food. Or... Or they are supposed to be able to survive without food. But the idea is, is that since they're living robots with stem cells, that they would need some sort of uh, sustenance to survive. Do you guys remember back in like the late 2000s when uh, stem cells were a big issue? I don't seem I don't think that anybody gives too much of a fuck about stem cells now. Do you remember back when like back when I was in school? like middle and high school, for instance, and this was upwards of more than 10 years ago, as I mentioned last night. But do you guys remember when stem cells were such a controversial issue that we had to debate whether or not it was moral to conduct scientific research on stem cells? That was then. And now we have a, we're at a point where we're making robots out of stem cells. That's not good. I don't like it. And now the recent development that has come out today, as these robots have been out for uh, almost two years now, 
they can reproduce. That's not that's not good. I don't I don't want them to reproduce. One of them is already dangerous enough. Also, I got to know how how they reproduced. Like what? <laughs> this is an indicator that uh we're going to have to put them down. I right, look, I think we're going to have to just burn them all. They're tiny enough we can get all of them in one little one little petri dish and just light it on fire. Maybe that's just me. So, uh, part of the research claims that uh, it, it's kind of analogous to frogs. Frogs have a way of reproducing that they normally use. But when you liberate the cells from the rest of the embryo, you give them a chance to figure out how to be in a new environment. Not only do they figure out a new way to move, but they also figure out, apparently, a new way to reproduce. So, they use stem cells from frogs, and they've adopted the frog way of reproducing and I would like to argue that that's not necessarily uh, limited to frogs here because doesn't every living life form desire to reproduce? Isn't that kind of the nature of living or of being a, a biological organism? Maybe that's just me. But, all right. We have... Uh, We've stalled long enough. I don't even want to get to any of these last stories. And I'm about ready to wrap it the fuck up for tonight's show by doing Reach for the Sky. Oh, no, not my shit. Somebody do something. Reach for the Sky. Oh, oh no. no. Share Woody. All right. Namaste, everybody. Let's breathe. Relax. Calm down. Detilt yourselves. I mean, you probably don't have to do that because you're you're just listening along. But I'm going to have to detail. Breathe in. Breathe out. And we'll have a little bit of fun by, of course, doing Reach for the Sky at the end of the show where we go to randomquestionmaker.com and peruse our five categories. We've got Candid, Weird, Icebreaker, Creative, and Funny. And let's see which one we we go with. Yesterday, we went with Icebreaker. You know, we're going to go with a candid one today because we've got about five minutes to fill. So let's see if I can uh, just fucking slam five minutes on uh, any one of these these questions. TV show that you secretly enjoy. Okay, I here's something that's happening as the camera continues to flicker again. Fuck! Detail. Detail. Deep breathing. Breathe in. Breathe out. Namaste. TV TV show that you secretly enjoy. Now, obviously, uh, I don't know if this counts TV shows that are just running now or if TV shows that have been on before but kind of had a... Uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? They had a... Basically, you were considered you were like... Uh, blacklisted as a human being for watching them because they're just terrible. The one that okay, if we're going with past TV shows, the one that I like the most, and I don't know if reality counts or if reality TV counts as part of this question. I'm gonna be that guy that's like, uh, but what about this in the question? But uh, I'm gonna go with Big Brother. Now I know that Big Brother is still on actually, so maybe that that doesn't classify as one from the past, but. I used to really love Big Brother. Obviously, this is before it, it took a uh, significant downturn in quality in recent years. Well, in more than recent years. It stopped being good, like, a little less than 10 years ago. But it's still going. Kind of like how Survivor is still going. But I used to really like Big Brother. In fact, I, I enjoyed the psychological aspect of being uh, like locked up in this room for so long or locked up in a house for, for so long that uh, your brain starts to play like psychological and social tricks on you. And having to like be social in that kind of situation where you're also playing a game, the dynamic of making real friends with people. And I was one of those degenerates that actually tried to watch some of the like 24 hour uh, live streams of the house 
in, in Big Brother. Now, I probably should have explained this before talking about it, but if you don't know what Big Brother is, it's a reality show that I believe is still on where they would take all of these contestants and they would lock them all in a house for the entire summer. I think it's like uh, two or three months. And every week they would play challenges. They would have a position called head of household, and then they would vote to evict people. And the winner at the end got, I believe it was uh, half a million dollars. And it was a very, very interesting social game. I very much did enjoy the social dynamic behind that. And uh, I get reality TV is wholly a sham. But when I was young and impressionable, it was at least somewhat enjoyable. I did enjoy the social dynamics of it. And you know what? We'll leave it at that because the camera is flickering to tiltable levels again. And I'm, I'm this close to just losing my shit. Oh, speaking of that, uh, we're probably going to be doing a bit on the very interesting show soon. Now, I released a clip on social media from one of our recent shows about me losing it on TikTok Zoomers because they're so stupid. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not even going to do the do the fucking TikTok thought dancing shit girl ran again but we're probably going to be doing a bit soon where they send me a whole bunch of where uh johnny horndog and justin sent me a metric fuck ton of tiktok the zoomer girls just dancing the stupid beats on tiktok and getting loads of viewers and followers and becoming an influencer just because people want to fuck them like I, i'm telling you all you thoughts on TikTok, that's the only reason that anybody is watching you. They won't tell you. It's just because in the back of their mind, they're just mentally fucking you while they're watching that video. And I get that we live in a culture now where if you're the if you're the woman in this situation, you're just like, T, okay, that sounds great. But you know, that's that that's a level of degeneracy that I, I don't necessarily want to be a part of but we might be doing a bit where they send me a whole bunch of those videos and see how long it takes me to completely lose my shit at them and i imagine that it will not take more than one and that's the show flicker camera look at it ah my hand is traveling in different dimensions kind of like the matrix let's see how far down the rabbit hole goes all right i'm fucking losing it bye Remember you all in therapy.